The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. COVID in itself, because it's a virus and a flu or whatever, whatever it is, it causes inflammation in your body. And that inflammation apparently is what is causing my bloods to act so differently. So it's like my, my basal insulin has, has changed. My insulin to carb ratio has changed. Even how my bloods are when I exercise, I feel has changed. So let's just call them under different headings for the sake of the episode. Yeah. So even with my long lasting, so my basal, I take Lantus. And I split my Lantus into 12 units at 9 a.m., 12 units at 9 p.m. I know that me specifically, it doesn't last the full 24 hours. So that's why I split it. it gives me more freedom. I'll go into that in another episode. But basically, that 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. dose has always been 12 units in the morning, 12 units at night. But now, over the last few weeks, it's been like, 13, 14 in the morning, 13, 14, 15, 16 in the evening. And I'm having almost like different effects of that. Some days my bloods would be really, really, really high. Some days they'd be consistently lower. It's been hard to try and find that perfect dose that has been working <laughs> working so well for me for so long. So that's why it's, it's strange to have to fully reanalyze these sort of numbers. But even with that, my insulin to carb ratio has been all over the place. Now, when I say all over the place, I don't want anybody to think, oh, I, I've had COVID, so therefore my bloods are going to be a nightmare. This can be different for everybody. I know loads of people who had COVID who didn't see any change or, or difference at all. So this is just coming down to me and my own experience, obviously. But my insulin to carb ratio, my insulin timing has always been, like I said, one unit of insulin for 30 grams carbs. Mm -hmm. And my pre-bolus time was always 15 minutes. So I was so confident of that, that pretty much every meal I had, if I had an accurate 1 to 30 carb count and an accurate disciplined pre-bolus time of 15 minutes, 
my bloods are pretty much going to stay where I want them to stay. Now, <laughs> over the past few weeks, when I was kind of testing this out first, and obviously how I noticed the difference was the fact that I was sticking to my consistent ratio, sticking to my consistent time, but my bloods were consistently spiking and spiking way faster. And once they spiked, they would stay a lot higher. So it wasn't like they just spiked and came back down. Yeah. So obviously, because I'm kind of constantly analyzing my bloods, I noticed that. So I said, hmm, okay, why is this happening? What's different here? I'm pretty much eating the same types of foods. I'm training. I'm using the same ratios, the same timing. Why is this so different? So I then kind of tested out with the different ratios. So I tried, say, 1 to 25 instead of 1 to 30, 1 to 20 instead of 1 to 25, 1 to 15 instead of 1 to 20. So I was always looking at how much is my blood sugar spiking here and how much more insulin do I need to keep taking? So it then basically got to a stage where I got to the 1 to 15 and that ratio was working. So I kind of figured out the ratio. So instead of 1 to 30, I was 1 to 15. But then even after that, I was still spiking way faster in terms of the volatility of the spikes. But my insulin timing was way off. So I now knew that my ratio's off and my timing. Okay. So instead of my 1 to 30 with 15 minutes, I then got to a 1 to 15 with about 20 25 minutes pre-bolus. So even today, let me look at my bloods right now. Come on, I'm on podcast. Make sure they're good. (laughs) (laughs) So they're 6.8. So I'm happy with that. But even today, I'm even finding that my bloods in the morning are rising a lot more than they would have. So my resistance in the morning, so like dawn phenomenon or foot to floor, that I wouldn't usually experience that much anymore or haven't experienced it for a while. It's always going up in the morning, regardless of if I'm eating or not. And then I've had, as you know, Graham, I always try and stick to like have my last meal at least three-ish hours before bed. So I'm pretty confident going to bed that my bloods are going to stay in range. Even with that, I've had like these random, crazy spikes throughout the night. And then they're staying really high throughout the whole night. So... I'm hoping that it's still it's still caused from like the inflammation due to the fact that I had COVID because that's what a doctor was saying. And hopefully that kind of wears off in time. But I've just found it fascinating because I've always been super routined in terms of how I manage my bloods and the food I eat and the insulin I take and the timing I use to take my insulin. So when things were like way out of whack, it was just completely different. Yeah. But I found it fascinating because it's something that I've never gone through before because I've never had an experience like COVID before. But it's been interesting to reevaluate it. And I think because, you know, like I obviously preach on this podcast all the time, don't react emotionally to your bloods, mm-hmm. don't react emotionally to your bloods, which I always say, and which is a very important part of managing your bloods. And I think because I really believe that and live by it, it's helped out because I know that 
if I was to react emotionally to my bloods, I would have been having an absolute nightmare of a month because they've been so inconsistent. My time and range is just way down to what it usually is. I've been taking a few notes here, writing down questions. Uh, and one of them was, have you been implementing your own ethos of being patient with your bloods? But you answered that one. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is a thing. I was just wondering, does it bother you that you've become less insulin sensitive? Like, was it a bit of a kind of a badge of honor that you were? I don't know if it is. I don't know if that's a thing. But does it bother you now that you have to take more insulin? No, not at all. Like, the, well, <laughs> the only reason why it would annoy me is because that would lead to my blood sugars fluctuating a lot more. Yeah. But in terms of my actual ratio changing, like it doesn't really make a difference to me as long as I can keep my bloods where I want to keep them. But it's not like, a oh, I'm great because my insulin to carb ratio is 1 to 30. That's completely irrelevant. Okay. But it's more about how when things inevitably change with your management when your ratios change and your stress levels change and your sleep patterns change and your routine and your stress in work, all these different things will inevitably change at some stage in your life. It's important that we have a good amount of, I suppose, like our core knowledge around our bloods so that we can confidently make these sort of adjustments. In terms of exercise, I know you do a lot of exercise. Has it changed in terms of your bloods when, say, you go on for a run? I know you're big into running these days. 100%. Yeah. So I even even how I've been preparing for a run has been different because what I noticed was that my bloods weren't dropping as much with a run, which is actually a good thing because if I've been super sensitive to insulin from my own past experience, if I have any fast acting insulin on board, it's likely that my bloods are going to drop during a run. But now, because my resistance seems to just be consistently higher, my bloods have actually stayed a lot more stable through a run. It's because one of the, I think a couple of weeks ago, I did two half marathons and there was like no issues on, on separate days. Yeah. But I, ha- I basically didn't have any issue. My bloods pretty much stayed consistent through the whole time which was so weird because they were slightly higher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So generally I would usually prepare for a run, let's say it's a five or a 10 K. I would likely not have any food before that. No, I'm not advising anybody does that. That's just what, <laughs> that's just what I like to do. And when I train fasted, I've no insulin on board. I've no fast acting insulin in my system. And that has worked well for me to keep my blood stable. Now, even with that, I might kind of halfway through the run or whatever it is, need a banana or a cereal bar or glucose tablets or whatever, just to kind of top my bloods back up. Whereas now in my recent runs, I almost haven't needed any of that. It's just kind of been stable mm-hmm. because I seem to just be a lot more insulin resistant. And, that, and that's obviously why I'm requiring a lot more insulin these days too. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.